Hello, this is Trisha Schmalhofer here with Badasses, Alchemists, and Mystics. Bam! I am so excited for today's guest. It's Maria Dockery. She is the owner of Femme Fatale Arms and Training. Hi, Trisha. Hi. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. It's, you know, this show is about badassery. And when I think of firearms and women really embracing their inner badass, that comes up, you know, empowering. One of your taglines is you're a female empowerment professional. Absolutely. I think that women tend to need di have different needs when it comes into introducing them into firearms. And um, we kind of cater to those needs. And we actually help women feel comfortable in a way that they're, they're, they're more familiar. So uh, we, 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 yeah. You do a good job. Thank and I, you. I'm going to share my personal experience about Maria and her, her brick and mortar store. Um, I was newly single and living alone, yeah. and I don't have children, but it, it just kind of dawned on me, a friend of mine um, and I were, she was also single, living alone. We just started talking about, you know, um, the state of affairs today, you know, maybe it's time to, to look at firearms, and it's, we decided, I heard about your store from Deidre Beecham, who did some marketing work wonderful lady yes yeah, fabulous she did. lady she did some great work shout out to you Deidre um and she said hey check this place out we came in and it's like two little nutty crunchy hippie girls coming in and we're like looking around and we we noticed accessories for women where you can carry firearms mm -hmm. um all the safety stuff but we went up to the counter and it wasn't you, it was one of your employees. Okay. And she was just lovely. She let us like hold the the firearms and showed us certain things just right there at the counter. I think we spent like an hour and a half in there. You know, that's not unusual. Mm -hmm. We we really made our environment. We we really considered how women are comfortable shopping and and we made the store a lady store. So all of the, th the the stuffed dead animals and you know the hardwood floors mm. and the and you know the testosterone that sticks to the bottom of your shoes kind of thing we we don't have any of that okay women come in and they look around and they're like wait I'm I'm comfortable here and that's what we want you to feel comfortable because buying a firearm for a woman is not a comfortable process mm -mm. and we really need to have um, we need somebody to just kind of hold our hand and walk us through the process and introduce us so that's what that's what we do is you know you come in you get the vibe of the store you feel comfortable in there and then once you start talking to our staff or to Richard or myself we we even go a little bit further to make you feel comfortable we listen to your questions and we actually give you a, a free mini lesson so to speak and basically it's just putting that firearm in your hand and start giving you a little bit of foundational knowledge that you need in order to be able to even select a firearm mm -hmm. before you start shooting right and there were you know, uh, in the glass case, there were all kinds of firearms with all like colors. And then there was the traditional, you know, Glocks and, and, uh -huh. um, and, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to hold all of them, even the, the purple, the purple ones, the pretty purple ones. Yeah. And, yeah. but I also, and we were talking to the, um, 
your employee. What's some of your employees' names? Oh my goodness, um, we've got we've got several of them. What did okay, dark hair, um, short dark hair. She does some of the training, but this was okay. about a year and a half ago. Okay. So well, it's it doesn't matter. She was lovely, and Perfect. she was explaining. She was showing where she carries her concealed firearm. Mm -hmm. And then she was telling us about the trainings you do on Saturdays, where you can you can fire a variety, yes, of firearms because how you're holding them in the store, and how you they feel when you fire them are different. They can be different. And and we want to let you know what to expect. So first of all, you want to try the gun in the store, and you want to see how it fits your hands because it's it's like buying a pair of shoes. You. Mm. Somebody else can't tell you, you know, hey, these are the shoes that you need to buy. If you walked into a shoe store, you wouldn't tell, the shoe salesman wouldn't go, hey, lady, these are the ones on sale, buy these. And most importantly, husbands. Husbands' hearts are in the right place. They really want to get their wife into shooting. They want to get her you know, defending themselves. And, um, and they're so excited when they start, women, you know, we start to show just a little bit of interest. Yeah. A lot of times, though, they're tempted to go out, buy her a gun, Bring it home and go, look, honey, and surprise her with the gun. And that's just the same as knowing what size shoe your wife wears, going out and saying, look, honey, I bought you these size seven sandals today. You, you don't do that because women, we have to touch it, feel it, and see how it fits. And when you get a fit in the store, that's a good start. You can choose several firearms that fit. Then when you take the class, we bring those firearms to the range and then you'll actually be able to shoot it and feel what it feels like. Mm -hmm. Different calibers, we, we go into that with our little mini lesson, so that you understand the size of the bullet and what uh, characteristics are, uh, are with the guns that have that bullet. So the smaller bullets tend to have an easier slide, not mm -hmm. always though, mm -hmm. and um, the larger larger bullets feel differently. So you, you have a little bit of an education. Well, I want to try a 380. I want to try a nine millimeter, and then you make the decision there uh, mm -hmm. on the range. Oh no, I don't like this, or I love this, but I love this one more. Yeah, you are so right on. That's why you have a business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is, is you know, I I talk to a lot of women that says, yeah, I have a gun that my husband bought me, but it's this big clunky thing. I don't even really know how to fire it. But in case yeah. someone breaks in the house, you know, I know I have it. Yeah. But it's yeah, women, it has to to fit. They have to connect to it. They you, have to. You have to love the gun. And when we make a connection, and that's a difference, women, we got to make a connection mm -hmm. with something. If we connect to it we're more likely to carry it we're going to love it mm -hmm. some women even name it yeah okay and and that's the gun that th she's going to carry with her if if the guy runs out buys her a gun because he's excited she's interested and she doesn't like the gun it stays in the bureau drawer it stays in the closet that's not protecting her there you yeah. need a gun that she's going to carry and sometimes they try to put a price tag on that and the gun that she really likes may be a little bit pricey but you think about you putting a price on her safety. If she really likes that gun, she's going to carry it. Then mm -hmm. that means that, you know, saving 200 bucks on the gun and it stays in the closet versus what? pay a few extra. And a lot of firearms, basically, those things are going to last a lifetime. So while they may be priced to the, it, the same as, a um, say, an iPhone, right? Mm -hmm. And we change those out every couple of years because they just age out or we drop them or whatever. 
cell phone, uh, the cell phone we replaced in a couple of years, the gun we're going to keep years and years, and the really good quality guns you're going to end up willing to your children. They're right. going to stay in the family. So right. And if, 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 they, if they are brought into a store like yours and they can feel them out and then get trained how to care for them, use them, yes. and be ex- have this explained to them that, oh, mm-hmm. if I spend this little extra money, this is a gun that's made to last. It's Ex- exactly. Just, and, yeah. and we focus on making the women independent with their guns. Like yourself, you said that you were, you were newly single. And you, you mm-hmm. needed to, you know, you, you seriously needed to consider some sort of defense. Mm-hmm. So women sometimes, when they're fortunate enough to have a loving husband who's all excited that she's into guns, he wants to do everything for her. And that doesn't really help her. So if he's constantly loading her magazines and working the slide on the gun, she's not getting that experience. Mm-hmm. And she needs to learn how to do it independently. Not and, and that indi- doing these things independently also gives her more confidence and empowerment. So now she can handle this gun. She knows she can by herself. If he's on a business trip and she needs to change magazines or do something, she's going to know how to handle that gun. Mm-hmm. So what are some of, some of the women that come into your store? Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the stories that you hear of why they're thinking about purchasing a, a firearm? We've heard a wide variety of stories, and they're, they're really sad. And these are women who were victims of crimes, um, horrible crimes. Um, they will, some of them will just sit down and, and they'll talk because, again, it's the environment, and mm-hmm. we take our time. And um, one lady was... Um, um, she was raped, and uh, she didn't want to be a victim again. And I think that's what a lot of women say is, listen, I'm here because I don't want to be a victim again. Uh, we, we have a lot of ladies who come in uh, who are victims of domestic violence, and they are in the process of or don't know where to turn next, um, and, and they need a restraining order. And we recommend them to a local women's shelter who has a, a great uh, reputation working with women and helping women. And um, so, so we, we reach kind of beyond just being a gun store. We're kind of like a, a, a place for women to be safe mm-hmm. and to make themselves safe. And um, the women who come in, especially in a domestic violence situation, what we'll do is we'll work with them and give them more attention. We, we give all our customers a lot of attention, but um, those women, whether our next concealed carry class is full or, or not, those women are put in the very next class so that we can get them trained as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Then what we do is we will work on them a little bit more just so that they're a little more comfortable so when they go home with their firearm, they're able to load it and use it um, with if they need to to protect themselves or or you know a family member until their concealed carry permit comes and that's when they can actually carry the gun um but we yeah it i'd like to see some legislation okay and this is kind of something i wanted i've had this in the back of my mind for a while but um i i would like to see some legislation um and, and I want to work with um, a senator on this, um, to have women who already have a, a restraining order uh, against somebody, a protective order, to be expedited in the background se- check system. And they would basically go to the top of the pile 
are at the top of the list in order to have their concealed carry um, license expedited on the state level. Mm. Um, and I think that's important is to make sure that we're protecting these women. Yeah, yeah. I can, you know, and I just want to express what I'm seeing um, for those that are listening um, and not viewing the video is I can see how this is really close to your heart. You know, I can see it in your eyes and, and um, I just, I can feel, I can feel your compassion. And Thank so you. um, it's a, it's a wonderful service that you're, you're giving to women that are in need um, to feel empowered, but also protect themselves and their families. Um, is it a concern about children in the house with, the, with having a gun in the house? Is There's a lot of women and, and they're not sure they'll come in for advice and say, I have kids in the house, but I'm really frightened. I have good reasons and, and they'll share their reasons. And, um, and so we talk to them about the children's ages and the options that are available for locking up a firearm. Mm -hmm. um, the attitude that they need to have is that that firearm is never left out and around mm -hmm. um, for the kids to have access to. Mm -hmm. um, and then we also talk to them about a program that we have in the store, and we're going to be bringing that, bringing that back here too in the next few weeks, and that is um, a uh, child safety video for firearms. Oh, that's lovely. And we have a little class and our um, next door neighbors, Pizza Vola, will actually give uh, a, a uh, little certificate for a slice of pizza and a soda after the class. Mm. And the kids will learn about gun safety, which is basically not handling any firearms, but basically it's just going to be, what do you do if you see a gun or you find a gun? You stop, you don't touch, and you tell a grown up. And it basically brings that to the child's level so children understand all the way down to, we're talking two years old. Mm -hmm. I've seen kids in the class and they're picking it up because it's a song. It's a song that the grown-ups is basically, it's going to haunt you the rest of the day. It's one of those little yep. nursery rhyme songs. But, um, that's but how they, children learn. But that's it. It's mm -hmm. very effective. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then we're going to be introducing classes for older kids up to middle school age kids. Um, the, the importance of handling or not handling a gun without an adult you never handle an adult without uh, sorry I know, you, don't you never handle a either. gun <laughs> <laughs> yeah you never handle a gun without an adult present yes so and and the older kids need to understand that and realize it yes they do <laughs> yes they do um yeah i had a i i taught in schools for a while okay. middle school and then elementary and and i had a, a little child in pre-k who the next year i noticed a change in him and okay. found out he had gotten the hold of a, the parent's firearm and <gasps> uh luckily nothing fatal happened but mm -hmm. you could see how just yeah so the yeah. the importance of teaching not only the parents and how to that's why education Absolutely. Around firearms is so essential. You know, don't just go into a store, buy it, and not understand it. Yes, you have to go through the background track, but keep your education going. Absolutely. And I knew before I even bought a firearm, I found um, my trainer, and I'm going to feature her, but I said before I even buy one, I want to know everything about this, about yes. the safety, about how it works. I want to see if I even fire it. Uh, there's the five rules of gun safety mm -hmm. that I want to go over. Because, <laughs> you know, um, 
I got to see. I don't even know where I wrote it down. Oh, here it is. So the first one is always keep firearms pointed in a safe direction. Yes. So even like I'm going to show, I'm showing like a little dummy gun. It's orange. Is this? Is there a name for this? I'm so bad about um, terms. It's a, just a, it's a it's, practice. It's, it is. Firearm. It's a solid, solid piece of plastic. It's not a real firearm. So, yep. So, but, it, but it's the exact same shape and molded from an actual firearm. Yes. So this is a Glock, correct? It is. is. A Glock? It's a Glock 17. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I... I train on this and I take this home with me and I practice, but even with this, I pretend it like it's a real firearm. I don't point it around like mm -hmm. just to get me in that habit because what she explained is what you're pointing at, you are going to destroy. Absolutely. You are going to kill it and that's how it should be yes. treated. Um, the second is treat all firearms as if they were loaded. So even if you think, oh, I, that magazine's not in there, it, it happened to me I, in training. Like oh I put no. I put it down and um, said, "Oh no, it doesn't have the magazine in." And she said, "Check it." And it had one in the one in the chamber in the chamber. And yeah. I like started crying, yeah. right? But it was it's learning, yeah, because I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I could have shot you!" Like and mm -hmm. so it was treat all firearms as if loaded. Um, number three is keep trigger finger outside the guard and off the trigger until you are ready to fire. Uh, my trainer calls it the booger hooker. Yep. <laughs> and she goes, it just migrates down there keep for the, no reason. Keep your booger hook off of the bang switch. Yes, yes. Because it can misfire. And she said, it's going to happen probably eventually. So yeah. it's training. It's training your body. It's stay. muscle memory, and it's also ingraining in your mind. You always handle the gun the exact same way. Yes. Whether you think it's loaded or not, and and I I think that I really can't drive home uh, far enough. The the safety rules are not just beginners' rules. No. These are rules for advanced people. There are fire. I'm um, sorry, law enforcement um, people over in combat situations mm -hmm. you never point the gun at anything you don't want to destroy you yeah. keep your finger off of the trigger until you're ready to shoot mm -hmm. you and and it's just so many people get careless and when you get careless is when people get hurt so you always every time I find myself when I'm training in a class and I've got my plastic gun um, I have a hard time breaking the rules and pointing that gun in a in an unsafe direction yes. because I've got the muscle memory mm -hmm. in my brain every time I handle a gun I'm handling it the same way. Right. Right. So and and that's what everybody needs to do and I just can't drive that home far enough because so many people get careless and and I see it all the time. Yeah. And we're going to do the last two rules after this break. Um so we're going to go into um our first break, and I'm going to feature a, I thought I was prepared, sorry, uh, the f uh, badass business. So our badass business for this episode is Dr. Haig John. He is your family chiropractor in Melbourne. We had Dr. Haig on last episode. He is just a wonderful person and wonderful doctor, big-hearted. We only have big-hearted badasses on this show, right, that are shining their light in the world. Um, he serves all ages in his local practice as well as people internationally through many heart-centered projects and endeavors. 
So he works on infants, children, and adults of all ages. Uh, he is also a fantastic teacher and speaker. Call Dr. Haig. He's in Melbourne, Florida, 321-722-5846. His website is www.getchiro.net. We'll be back in just a minute. Are you new to a leadership position? Are you finding it hard to deal with certain personalities in a workplace? Maybe you're trying to reshape your organizational culture to increase your retention, your readiness, as well as your performance of your individuals on your team. Hi, I'm Stefan Williams with High Leadership Development Training. I welcome you to contact me to kind of explore some things that we can do to help you with your people needs. We're in the business of human capital performance on the professional side as well as the personal side. If you're looking for a motivational speaker to open up your convention, contact StephanWilliams.com. If you're looking for someone that's going to help you redefine your own personal leadership style, contact StephanWilliams.com. If you're just looking to take your team to the next level, contact StephanWilliams.com, and that is S-T-E-P-H-O-N Williams.com, Habu Leadership Development Training. We look forward to seeing, hearing, and working with you. You're listening to Space Coast Podcast, home of the greatest podcasts on the Space Coast. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor or having your own show, Email us at SpaceCoastPodcast at Hotmail.com. Space Coast Podcast. Talk hard. All right. This is Trisha Schmalhofer here with BAM, Badasses, Alchemists, and Mystics. I am here with the badass guest, Maria Dockery of Femme Fatale Arms and Training. It's FemmeFatalearms.com is her website. Check it out. It's awesome. So, Maria, we were we were on number three of the five rules of firearm mm-hmm. safety, right? And we're on number four, actually. And because we are in agreement <laughs> that Absolutely. that education and safety and keeping up with it through yeah. your ownership of a firearm is very important. So number four is be certain of your target, line of fire, and what lies beyond your target. Absolutely. You know, if you're going to use your gun in a defensive situation, you want to make sure that that bullet, you're you're accountable for every bullet that leaves your gun. Mm. And you want to make sure that if you're shooting at a bad guy in your house, that your kid's bedroom isn't directly behind them. Mm -hmm. So be aware of what you're shooting at um, and and make sure that what's behind is clear for Mm -hmm. sure. Yes, yes. Number five is always wear appropriate eye and ear protection when shooting and maintaining firearms. So I have um, I have the the kind of ear protection that has a little, like a speaker in there. Oh yeah, they're magic. Yes. So yeah, they really are. Like it mm-hmm. it muffles the the firearm uh, sound, but I can still hear my trainer. It they really are magic. But this is wonderful and. Um, this is a good brand. 
but I know like uh, we I go to an outdoor range and they're very strict about eye protection. Like you have to have eye oh, protection. Oh, sure. You like, only have two yes, eyes. Why yes. would you want to take any chances of yeah. injuring yourself or, or damaging your vision? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's just important when you're practicing. Now, granted, if you're going to be firing in your home at an intruder, you're not going to have ear protection. <laughs> you know, you're you're not, but you're also going to be in a situation where you have that uh, the adrenaline flowing and and you're probably not going to really register that you're hearing the shots anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know, yes, you're exposing yourself to loud noises, but I, sometimes people will come into the store and, and it kind of concerns me with, with some of the advice that's being given. Um, some women are told by um, some men, um, and it's kind of like old school uh, thought, and that is that, you know, you're going to be using your gun in self-defense without hearing protection, so you need to practice without hearing protection. And I'll tell you what, that's a deal breaker for a lot of women. They're going to shoot one time. Their ears are going to ring. Mm-hmm. It's painful. It hurts. And then they don't want to touch the gun again. Mm-hmm. Now, that didn't accomplish anything. Because the only time you should be shooting without hearing protection is when you are in a life and death situation and you have no other options. But when you're practicing, you always use your hearing and eye protection. Mm-hmm. And just for safety reasons, yeah. Absolutely. And I know even with the eye protection, like, and I'll wear long sleeves a lot because, you know, the casings, I, I forgive, oh, yeah. nope, forgive me casings. if I use the wrong terms, but they, they're hot. And yeah. normally they shoot out to the side, but sometimes, you know. Um, it's I, not sometimes, all the time. So women, all women have to be prepared it will happen. It's not if it happens, it's when it happens. You are going to get that hot casing down the front of your shirt. Yeah. And the most important thing, the (laughs) the most important thing is that what you have to do is you have to keep your wits about you and put that gun down before you go after that hot casing. Mm -hmm. Now we've all been burned by a splatter of bacon grease. Yes, we have. That casing is no hotter than bacon grease. And you certainly wouldn't drop the pan on the floor just mm. because you got splattered, right? Mm-hmm. Keep your wits about you. Set that gun down and then chase after that, that hot casing. But And that's really how people get injured all the time. Yeah. Is, is they, they just kind of completely forget themselves. And we're talking men and women both, not just women. So you really need to be understand the gravity of a loaded firearm in your hands and really be on top of your game the entire time. Yeah. You know, that, that brings up what we were talking in the beginning, and you said there is, there is men that are coming in your store, a certain type of man yeah. uh, that you're noticing is, is coming in. Can you explain yeah. that, who that is? Men are welcome in our store. What we find is that men have the pressure of being a male, so it's assumed that they are born knowing about guns. Mm. And a lot of men don't know anything about guns, and they want to be walked through it just like the women. Mm-hmm. And we have absolutely no problem explaining the differences in caliber, the uh, 
the proper way to rack a firearm um, and proper techniques. And men are welcome in every one of our classes. And we, we joke and we say only well-behaved men are allowed in our classes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so And everybody laughs and then the guy says, well, that, that rules me out. Yeah, but, but you know what? <laughs> he takes the class with his wife. Mm-hmm. He gets a, a lot out of it because even though our classes are focused on women and the female le- learners, it's not because our classes are dumbed down. Females tend to, and, and you mentioned this, you said before you want, you bought a gun, you wanted to learn how does the safety work? How does this mm-hmm. work? What does this do? What does that do? That is exactly what we cover in our classes. Mm-hmm. A lot of men will have a tendency, and I'm not bashing men here, but okay, I'm giving them a little push. Okay. <laughs> we don't so, want a men bash, but. A lot of, I, I, lo- I love men, I'm married to one. Yes. I do. <laughs> but, um. So a lot of men will pick up a firearm, look at it, and go, oh, trigger, bang, hey, I got this. Mm-hmm. And they're done. And women, we pick up the gun and we go, well, wait a minute. Well, before I pull the trigger, what does this do? What mm-hmm. happens What happens if I push that? Mm-hmm. Does this thing move at all when I'm mm-hmm. doing it? We have all those questions. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do is we go through all of that. We encourage questions in our classes. Um, we have a basic firearm use and safety class, and that class exceeds the Florida minimum in order to get your concealed carry. And we have a majority, usually half the people in that class already have their concealed carry license, Mm -hmm. but they don't have the confidence and the knowledge that they, to feel comfortable carrying their firearm. So it, it just, it, it really works. It really nails it as far as the women go. And, and the women walk out going, okay, that was fun. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. I, I I actually teach the classes. So I, I do the classroom portion, and it they sit for two hours. And I've had women say that didn't feel like two hours. That was so much mm-hmm. fun. And mm-hmm. we cover a lot of things, and um and we actually teach to the NRA and um what law enforcement is training to right now as well as competitive shooters. So it's a, it's a great curriculum that's blended and everything is brought together to really give a solid foundation for these new shooters to continue with their education, firearm education, and, and just continue to grow as, uh, as firearm owners. Definitely. I, I think the first time I actually fired an AR-15, and I want to dispel a misconception, AR-15s are not assault rifles. Because that's no. the first thing. Oh, this is an assault well, rifle. It's an automatic. Yeah. It's AR. No, that's not. It's a semi-automatic. It's not. And it's an and it's rifle. really unfortunate. But I I think that a lot of the misinformation in the media is really beginning to soak in, whether we realize it or not. Mm-hmm. And AR stands for Armalite rifle. It does not stand for assault rifle, automatic rifle. It is Armalite. Armalite is the name of the company that designed Model 15. Yep. AR-15. The first time I shot that, I, I learned all about it. And uh-huh. my trainer, Jay, you're going to see a picture of her coming up. She's excellent. I know. I she's love Jay. She's fabulous. She has me do like CrossFit stuff and then fire because of the stress factor. She's yes. like, when you are under stress, you get tunnel vision, you forget, and muscle memory will have you shoot properly. So she's an excellent trainer. But um, we, she showed me everything, and I was about ready to fire, and I said, uh, I don't know if I can do it. And so mm-hmm. I had her fire while I held her shoulder and felt what it 
what oh, yeah. the sound was going to be, how much, you know, yeah. um, and, and then after I felt that I did it. Do you ever have women like cry or have a really like emotional experience after they fire for the first time? Very often. Um, we will have women, and of course, these are usually women who have suffered some sort of a trauma that's mm -hmm. driven them to um, want to get a concealed carry and, and, and learn to shoot a firearm. And um, it, it happens very frequently. And, you know, the, the tears will start running. And our instructors, what's great about our program is our instructors work one-on-one -on -one with all our students in the basic class. Mm -hmm. So if somebody is having a little bit of an emotional um reaction to pulling the trigger the first time uh, the instructor will just you know you want to put the gun down you want to go sit down and take a few minutes and i'm going to say 99 percent of the time the woman will say nope she wipes the tears takes mm -hmm. a deep breath and she goes i'm gonna do this yep yep and she pulls the trigger and the smile and the okay i did it mm -hmm. i got through that first bullet and we are beside you the entire time, mm -hmm. and um, and the the women just they it's it's amazing. And even the class itself, you can see the students bond with one another, and they're all strangers. Yeah. And it, it's like they've gone through they've gone through something together, yep. and and it's just a great experience for them. Yeah, women's empowerment professional. That's that it. says it right there. So we have to take another break. God, I could just talk to you forever. There's so much we didn't even cover. I'm going to have to have you on again. Um, I love that. So I'm going to go into, um, we have, our feature is a badass human. And we just kind of mentioned her, J.J. Hazelette. Uh, she is my, we joke, my zombie apocalypse trainer. Because she's like, we're going to train about zombie apocalypse, not just firing a weapon. So she, uh, we talk about bug out bags and knives and just uh, even like plants you can eat if the world comes to an end. So she, <laughs> she is my fabulous trainer and um, she has helped me embrace my inner badass through working with her mm -hmm. and overcoming my doubts and fears like we just talked about, just yes. that I am going to do this and, and that feeling that comes from that. So um, we have a picture of her, but I don't know if we didn't find it. So if not, we can maybe pull that up on the break coming back in. Okay, so stay tuned and we will be right back. market for a new home? Perhaps you need to sell your old home and downsize or relocate. Hey there, my name is Jesse Hall with eXp Realty and I offer professional real estate services right here on the Space Coast. Give me a call 321-877-8737 for all of your real estate needs. Again, 321-877-8737 for all of your real estate needs. Buy, sell, invest with the best. Find out more at 321-BuySellInvest.com.
All right, all right. This is Doug Monda. This is Karen Monda. And Chris Hadaway. And we're the host of Survive, the new podcast brought to you by the Survive First Foundation, a nonprofit organization assisting first responders and their families in need of mental health support due to the lifestyle of being a first responder. So, Chris, tell us what we're going to have. We're coming to you from retired and active law enforcement officers, as well as their spouses, to discuss the responder life. Don't forget, this is an unedited and raw podcast, so we need your interactive suggestions and advice to help us help others. So find us live on our Survive First Facebook page and join in the conversation, or find us on demand on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere you listen to podcasts from the Space Coast Podcast Network to you. All right, this is Trisha Schmalhofer with BAM, Badasses, Alchemists, and Mystics. I am here with Maria Dockery from Femme Fatale Arms and training. So, Maria, we've been talking about some some very nice, hot topics, good topics. Mm -hmm. So I want you to tell uh, everyone, why is it that you opened your own gun store? Well, I'll tell you. My husband travels for business a lot. And my kids grew up and moved out, and I was left with three little foofy dogs. Um, and in the area that I was living in, probably six years ago, there was a string of home invasions. And these um, individuals were breaking into the houses through the sliding glass doors in the, in, in the back while the homeowners were awake and watching TV. Um, that concerned me greatly. And, and I told my husband, I said, listen, um, I think I need a gun. And he goes, oh. Go get one. Okay. So, so this is on the phone while he's traveling. And um, so I decide, well, I'm a, an intelligent, independent woman. I can go out and buy a gun for myself, right? Well, little did I know that I was up against a culture, a firearms culture, that wasn't really very well receiving of women. And when I would ask for advice, I, I went, visited several gun stores. And when I'd ask for advice, um, I would be told, you know, lady, this is the gun for you, and I'd be handed a 22 revolver. Um, another fellow was, lady, this, and we'll talk about my feelings of 22s here in a little bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> everybody who's been in my store has heard Maria Spiel and how she feels about 22s. Um, and then, uh, you know, another guy would, uh, I'd go into another store and they'd say, well, lady, this is the gun for you and turn around and walk away. And I'd be like, well, well, wait a minute. Um, you know, I've got questions. What, what is it? How do I do? How do I do? And he'd look at me like, you know, will you stop bothering me? Um, then I'd be treated like I was a little girl in pigtails and they just didn't want to bother, uh, mm. spend their time on they me. They call you honey or sweetie. Yeah. Or, you uh -huh, know. Uh -huh. yeah. Uh -huh. And you know, you're not going to understand the real terminology. So let me dumb everything down for you. And all you have to do is just pull the trigger on this revolver and you're going to be fine. Mm. Um, I didn't want a revolver. Um, and then um, one store I went to and I'm standing at the counter and um, he, the, the clerk is waiting on a gentleman to my left and um, I wait my turn and then a gentleman walks up on my right and the clerk goes over and waits on him and I'm like hmm well maybe he was here and shopping you know so mm -hmm. I waited till he was finished and I'll be darned if another gentleman walked up and the clerk walked right by me again 
and and didn't even wait on me at all didn't even acknowledge my presence and i'm thinking well you know what i'm not going to buy a gun from here mm -hmm. um and and i was really disappointed and i thought well if i'm having this problem so are other women right and um so when i get angry about things i guess i wasn't just i was more than disappointed i was angry um and when i get angry about things i i take it into my own hands i'm going like how do i change this i want to make a difference i want to fix this so i told my husband i want to open a gun store for women and I want to focus on women first. And um, we are more than happy to wait on men and answer their questions and, and you know, um, and take their money. I'm a businesswoman. I'm going to take a man's money just as fast as I do a woman's mm -hmm. money. But um, so we, we, we talk to the women. Um, if you come in with your husband, we're going to be talking to you and answering your questions, and we're going to be focusing on you. We're not going to... Um, have you competing with him with questions and so forth we're going to make sure that you get what you need um from the from the experience that's right how many years ago was this uh we've been in business for uh five years five, years. five years in august mm -hmm. okay and same location for five years believe it or not we started off in the flea market the renegers flea market oh, yeah and we built quite a, a little reputation and name for ourselves there and um, every year that we were there, we doubled in size. We started off in a place not much bigger than, than this um, studio. And, um, and it was just overwhelming success. A lot of people just, just loved it, loved the aspect, loved the, the, um, the way we approached firearm sales. Yes. So, so you, the name of your store is uh, Femme Fatale Firearms uh, and Training, or Arms and Training. Yep. So what kind of, besides the basic... Uh, class for concealed carry what other classes do you provide or what other so, training so we have the the basic class which is the the just learning i've never touched a firearm before or i've had limited experience or never had any formal training with a firearm that's a great class and that one also will qualify for a concealed carry permit um, you'll get a certificate to to be able to apply for that in the state of florida um, then we have form and accuracy, which is a, a class that you can you can take. Um, that's probably going to be the class that you have to take before you can take any of our more advanced classes. Um, once you take form and accuracy, then our instructors are working with you. We're developing your technique. We're assessing you and your abilities and your safety, um, just the way you conduct yourself on the range. So basically, to be in our classes beyond that, we have three skill builders. We have a, a shooting group that meets monthly, and we also have defensive tactics, which is also a, an advanced um, shooting, moving, cognitive um, involvement in that, uh, in that training as well. But you have to take our first class so that we know that your safe is going to keep you safe, keep other people safe, and we get that information out there. And again, our instructors are all the same people. So the people that you trained in your basic class are mm -hmm. going to be working through. We've had one instructor's been with us three years, the other one five. Mm -hmm. And um, the one that's been with us five years is actually, she is a retired SWAT sniper mm -hmm. from uh, Massachusetts. So she's awesome. just incredible, incredible woman. 
badass. That's right. She is, and you'd never know it to look at her. You don't have to wear your badass on the outside. And and I think that that's, we kind of give you permission to be a badass, but you can still look and act like a girl. Mm -hmm. And your badass comes out just when she needs to protect you. Mm -hmm. Um, But you don't have to walk around with a a chip on your shoulder or, you know, in camo pants all the time in order for the, in order to be a badass. And we're kind of changing the face of what a badass looks like. That's right. Because, you know, a badass woman, you know, we were saying this, like, you have a heart of gold, you're compassionate, you um, you love what you do, and do. but you are a badass. But it's like, it's knowing when to step into that badassery, like, full on. Um, and even the, the fact that in your store, you sell, like, pretty purses, you know? It's yeah. like, it's, I just saw, um, it was a Facebook Live you did where you're unpacking all the the purses that were all like you know girly and they're they're all concealed carry purses yes they all have a a a pocket in there for concealed carry and i you know i can't stress it enough if you're going to carry your firearm in a purse make sure the purse is designed for concealed carry right because they have a compartment it's a velcro patch that's built into the purse Mm -hmm. a holster that goes on that patch and then your firearm goes into the holster and that really reduces the possibility of any sort of an accidental or negligent discharge because your gun is properly holstered Putting it in a regular purse and carrying it around really isn't recommended. It's I don't dangerous. think that's safe. Yes, yes. And, and the, a lot of women don't want to wear it on their body because it's, you know, cumbersome or, it is. Um, you know, some may. You're it's not it's not comfortable, but, um, but some of us carry our firearm on us because if I don't want to be looking for my purse or digging into my purse, um, I will in certain situations in a, in a, in an environment where I say I'm dressed up and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm carrying mm-hmm. my gun in my purse. My purse is on my shoulder the entire time. So you're going to know if my gun was in my purse right now, my purse would be on my shoulder during this interview. Right. But, and, and that's another thing that women need to be aware of. You're responsible well, women and men, if you're owning a gun, you're responsible for who gets their hands on your gun. That's correct. And if you've got your gun in a purse and you set it on the floor here and I, you know, walk to the ladies room and somebody else comes in and gets my gun, I own that. So you really want to make sure that that if the gun's in your purse, it's on you all the time. Right. Because if you leave your purse like hanging on the chair while you go over here, your gun is Absolutely. now right there. I didn't I didn't know this kid was going to come into the room I didn't know there were kids here well I I didn't know or I didn't know is not an excuse the gun's got to be with you the entire time and then sometimes if you want to wear a dress you can wear a belly band I'll wear my my gun with a belly band under a dress Mm -hmm. and then you know and I'll I do speaking engagements so I'll that's usually I'll wear a dress when I when I do that and and I'll kind of just hold the silhouette of my my shirt to show, hey, my gun's right here. You just, I saw that look on your face. Uh, yeah, I, I love it though. I'm it's like, right yeah, she's, right she has her gun here. Yeah. And, and, um, and of course you got a woman in the back and she's going, um, excuse me. And she, well, if, if you've got it in a belly band, how do you get your, 
your gun yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, you hike up your dress. If my life's in danger, yeah. I could care less if you see my underpants. That's okay? right. That's that dress right. is coming right up, and the gun's Are coming out. Are you wearing out. underpants though? Always. <laughs> <laughs> I'm commando, and no, no, no. It's another. It's another way of looking at the term commando. Um, so yeah, let me just see. We are going to take our last break and we do, I'm going to just acknowledge there are some comments that we're going to address, um, at the end of the show. There actually is a, a comment by Sheila. Great. Hi Sheila and, and Joanna, I see you too. So we'll address that when we come back. So grateful you're listening. But the last thing, um, I want to feature a badass nonprofit organization called the Sebastian Foundation for Animal Rescue. This is a foster-based rescue in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and they do not have a shelter. But Amy and Tim have hearts of gold and a deep willingness to find these furry friends their forever home. Find them on Facebook, the Sebastian Foundation for Animal Rescue, and the phone number is 610-306-4541. They're always taking donations, and I know this for a fact. This is actually my brother and his wife, but they will travel to a whole other state if they get word that an animal is in need oh, that's of wonderful. rescue. And they will, they have a whole network of foster parents and they will find homes for for these for these furry friends so stay tuned we'll be back in just a minute hey i'm Vinny with the all-new Vinny marino podcast i want you to join me every other monday as we tackle all the craziest headlines from around florida and truly explore and uncover what's missing also we will invite the exciting guests from our community who have seen it all and aren't afraid to spill the beans about it and finally we can't forget about Vinny's top three rants and raves about traffic restaurants and events join us on facebook as we go live and bring you behind the scenes of each show and let you be a part of it the Vinny marino podcast all space coast Super raw and unedited, straight to your dome all the time. Live from the Space Coast Podcast Studios. Listen everywhere you find podcasts. Hello, America. We are Ruthless Politics, Vladimir Putin's favorite podcast. Hello, American podcast listeners. I am Vladimir Putin. I like this podcast. I like this guy, Trees. <laughs> Kid groaning, not so much. Tune in every Tuesday for Ruthless Politics Podcast, live from Moscow. <laughs> Just kidding, folks. Live from the Space Coast Podcast <laughs> Studios in sunny Florida. No, no, but for real, every Tuesday, check it out. And you could see it on the YouTube, the Facebook, and the Twitter and Instagram. Schmalhofer coming back. Uh, this is Bam Badasses Alchemist Mystics. We have just such a badass show today, uh, and Maria is Bam. She's a badass, an alchemist, and a mystics uh, because she just is. She's all of it. So um, 
All right. What are we, so I just want to like say that you were featured in some national magazines. Uh, mm -hmm. One this year uh, in May of 2019, the Shooting Industry Magazine. They yes. did they did a feature of three female uh, gun uh, store owners. Correct? Yeah, and and I think the you other two might have been ranges too. So they had the, the oh. store in the range. Okay, and. Um, I still believe that I'm the only one that was focused mostly on, on or focused all on women. So it was a ladies gun store where, Oh, the other two are, were female owners though. They were female owners. They had a little bit of a lean towards women, but mine is, my focus is, is women. women. Okay. And, and there's really, I, I yep. be surprised if there was three of us in the nation, to be honest with right. you. We're really, um, this is a very unique model yes. and, um, and, uh, I, I just it's, love what I do. It's it's incredible it's a it's a unique that's why you're a mystic because you had to make this happen mystics bring ideas in from other realms and then make them a reality so that is you cool did you know you were a mystic i did not i just learned that <laughs> but it fits okay um the other thing um the other magazine was expressions is that correct magazine yes we have her hubby over here. We're trying to get him on camera because he's an armorer at Femme Fatale Arms and Training. And an, it's Richard, right? Richard Dockery? It's Richard, yeah. He's, he, an, he's an advanced armor, or an advanced Glock armorer, which means he's gone to two trainings and two-day trainings. So it's just, it's just a, a very in-depth. So he can do anything mm -hmm. to a Glock without, um, within the factory warranty. He can provide all warranty so, services. So repair, cleaning. Is Absolutely. That what, yeah, that's all what of we're it. talking about. So not uh -huh. every gun store has an armorer. Correct? No, no. So that's no. something unique. And and last week he was up in Exeter, New Hampshire at the SIG Academy and was actually receiving training on the um, the 1911. Mm -hmm. So not just SIG 1911s, but all 1911s. And again, now he can perform factory authorized services on, on those firearms. That's awesome. That's badass. It's badass, it Richard. <laughs> so, um, so some of our comments that... Um, one is Joanna Salerno. Hi, Joanna. She was my first Hi, guest. Hi, Joanna. And she's Jesse, our producer's mom. She's learning so much. So, yes. Awesome. This is, we're full of information here. Um, so, Sheila Suzanne, uh, when I lived in Maryland, I attended an event put on by the NRA called Women on Target. We spent the day learning the different types of guns, gun safety, and then the fun part, getting to shoot all types of guns, including a 50 cal. It was badass. That's something I would attend annually. Well, <laughs> Sheila, guess what? Yeah. So tell us about the Annie Oakley Festival. Last year in February, we had our first Annie Oakley Festival because we wanted to bring the experience to more people. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to put it in a festival environment. That way there was something for other family members to do. Um, but basically what we do is we give a, a safety introduction, firearms handling, and then for people who've never handled a firearm before, they'll actually be able to shoot different firearms. People who have shot firearms before and want to try something new, 
we're going to have those mm-hmm. available too. So last year was our first year. Um, we've taken a lot of feedback from the people who attended, and it was extremely well attended. Um, we capped it at 200, and we ended up having 240 people there. <laughs> so, um, And there were still more going, why can't I come? So this February, I, I want to say it's February 8th. It's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. We are going to have our second annual Fe- Annie Oakley event. And you'll, you will have an opportunity. Yep, February, February 8th. 8th. Yep, 2020. 2020. Yeah. And um, so we're, we're going to have... Um, opportunities to shoot an AR-15. So Mm -hmm. if you've never shot one, like you said, you were a little concerned. But tell me, when you shot that Mm -hmm. AR-15, it was a little bit, huh. What, it, it, actually, it wasn't quite that big. It was played up to be bigger than what yeah, it was. Yeah, the, the bang was a little louder probably. It's loud, yeah. But the kickback or the, what's that called? Yeah. It's the um, recoil. The recoil, yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jay. I got that wrong. Um, so <laughs> so um, it, that it wasn't that bad. It's not. And, you know, and I talk to women all the time. We actually have a class, the AR Experience, and we call it the defense rifle yeah. because it's not an assault rifle. We want to use it as a defense rifle. Mm -hmm. And in that class, we talk to women and we're like, nobody wants to be the woman in the video where she pulls the trigger, the gun flies out of the air, she falls on the ground, and all the people are standing around laughing. Nobody wants no. to be her. And that's cruel to do that it to is. a person. It really is. It's, it's disrespectful, and somebody could get hurt. Mm-hmm. So when women are handed an AR-15, they're thinking, oh, my gosh, this is going to be horrible. I'm terrified, and it's not that bad. It isn't. And that's what we're going to do is we're going to offer an experience. You can shoot that. So it's going to be a day full of experiences with firearms, mm-hmm. different handguns, different calibers, different rifles. We're also working with the, um, the Palm Bay SWAT team. And um, we worked with them last year, and we had this cool, it was a SWAT experience. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we came up with our, <laughs> with our own, uh, I'm not sure what the term is, but we, instead of a strategic, what is it, uh, special weapons and tactics is what SWAT yes. really stands yes, for. Yes, yes. Okay. We got sandwiched women among testosterone. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Did they so, mind? <laughs> so, well, let me tell you. So this is, they actually, the women could purchase a shoot house experience with a SWAT team. Oh. They would use um, just air rifles, and the SWAT team would go through the shoot house there at the range where we have the Annie Oakley event, and they would go through the rooms and clear the rooms with this with the woman, and mm-hmm. she'd have all the gear and everything. It was a great experience, and it raised money for the SWAT team. So what we decided to do was talk to other nonprofits who had an experience to bring to our range for this Annie Oakley event, and then they would get the money. So people get a great experience. Um, the organization can raise some money, and it's all fun, and, and it, it's, it kind of increases knowledge and experience for everybody there. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have food. We'll have... Um, I think we're actually going to have um, the automatic rifles, too, so you can shoot a machine gun. Oh, wow. Um, we had that experience last year. So you, you can pay to shoot a machine gun. You can shoot a shotgun. So you can try a lot of different guns. And, again, that money is going back into the community. Um, the Palm Bay Police Explorers benefited from our program. The SWAT team did. And then the um, 
um, I'm, and I'm Dana Packard's group. Dana, I am so sorry. Uh, <laughs> victims, victim services um, of Palm what, Bay also. What do, what do they provide? What's that? So victim services is basically for somebody who may have been victimized in a crime. There's really no funds available to say if her door was kicked in by um, somebody trying to get into the house and committing a crime, they would actually pay to repair the door. They would actually make, they would just help these people um, help make them whole, I guess, or just make it safe for them to return home after a crime. Okay. Okay. So that's this year's, that's where the money's going for this year, Annie Oakley? So it, it is. Uh, okay. That's where it went last year, and we're oh. going to do it again. Um, I have reached out to Women Behind the Badge, and I've talked to them. And um, so I would love to see them bring an experience. And um, I know that um, Janine Dodson is the um, Brevard County uh, Chief, uh, Deputy Chief, Deputy Fire Chief. And um, so maybe we can get a fire uh, truck experience. Oh. Somehow they can get creative. And again, whatever it costs for the ticket to do their experience, that money will go, go to right their to charity. That. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Because people want the experience of maybe even just firing for the first time or instead of like going to purchase a gun that they don't even know how they're going to... Yeah like it or not like it um you know i didn't know the difference between a rifle and a shotgun until i started working with jay and the sure is explaining you know what that is and that a shotgun's totally different i've never fired a shotgun but yep. um it just and then you also work with pistols revolvers all absolutely that's there? we give okay. all of those experiences you can try it out yeah. because women are curious and you know what? Men are welcome in this program, too. So, guys, you're welcome to join the women. And a lot of times we have couples who make a day of it. Yeah. So, um, And I just think it's a great experience, and I can only see it getting better. Mm -hmm. um, we'd like to have some car groups in there, so maybe some car shows or something for people to just kind of walk around. So if you have a, a, a nonprofit organization and you have – um, some an off-road Jeep club or something like that that you just mm -hmm. want to kind of come and show off your really cool vehicles um, and and do it for a good cause, reach out to me, um, and I will be more than happy to get you plugged in. So the Annie Oakley Badass Festival. Because, <laughs> you know, we big trucks that. and all that. So how, sure. if they do want to reach out to you, either to, to learn more, to schedule a training, or to to get with you for the Annie Oakley Festival, which again was Saturday, February 8th, 2020. Um, and that festival, so what is your uh, contact information? Sure. Well, you can reach out to me at maria at ladiesgunstore.com. You can also call me at 321-609-1342. That's my personal cell, by the way. Uh-oh. And uh, <laughs> it's out there. It's uh, it's out there. And uh, if you're and, calling yeah. from California, just remember you're behind <laughs> on the time. So call her at 2 a.m. our time. Um, I want to just say the, the Annie Oakley Festival was spotlighted in the NSSF, which is National Shooting Sports Foundation. Yeah, they. they they did they a newsletter. It. Yeah, they Wonderful. did a newsletter, um, an, a national newsletter, and there was an article on what we are doing and um, how we're getting 
people into um, kind of introducing people into the shooting sports. Wonderful. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time. Ah. I could just keep going. I know. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's been no, an hour already. Yeah, Dockery, you have been a badass, wonderful guest. And thank again, you so much. Thank it's you. My pleasure. Thank you. And um, again, her website is femfatalearms.com. And you spell femme, <laughs> F-E-M-M-E, and fatal, F-A-T-A-L-E, arms, A-R-A-A-R-M-S, dot com. And another thing to throw it in there really easy, because people always forget those silent E's, mm -hmm. ladiesgunstore.com will take you to the same page. Oh, that's good to know. Just that's making easier. it easy. Ladies Gun Store. I'm all about keeping it simple. Ladiesgunstore.com. Maria Dockery. Thank you. Thank you.